Thank you so much for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A Star. We are so happy that you tuned in to listen today. We have with us a queen, a gem by the name of Charlize Wilson. For those of you who are not familiar, Miss Wilson is a mother, an entrepreneur, and a caregiver. She's visiting with us from the great state of Michigan. Welcome to Purifying Truth, Shalise. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. The pleasure is ours. So we're going to go ahead and talk a little about why um, you are practicing self-care, what launched you into entrepreneurship and things of that nature. Understanding that a few years ago, I believe it was 2008, you had a catastrophic event that changed your life. What was that? I did. Um, in 2008, so actually, if I go back just a little bit before that time, uh-huh. you know, when you think, you know, they always say, if you think you have a plan, <laughs> um, you just, you know, watch what God does. But the, the, the thing is, just before this tragic event, um, I was near graduation in school. I, I was working full time. I had just bought my house. Um, I remember the night before the accident, I was sitting in my bedroom on the computer and I always had a little bit of interest in photography too. And I bought a camera. Um, and then I, I went to bed because I had to go to work the next day. So about 5.45 that morning, I thought I was dreaming, but my phone just kept ringing, kept ringing. I picked it up and it was a friend of our family. And he said, have you talked to your mom? And I you know, I was a little um, days, I guess it was 545 in the morning. And I said, no. And he says, I was just watching the news. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I, that was her car. He said, I saw her at Walmart last night. And uh, so fast forward, I, I hung up from him. I called my mom's phone. Uh, I didn't get an answer. And he call me back. And he says, well, I'm on the way to the hospital. His wife worked at Hurley Medical Center. And uh, he says, when I get there, I'm going to check. And sure enough, he dropped her off. He called me back and he says, they're here. And I'm like, they, he says both K, which is what they call my mom and my brother Clarence were at the hospital and there had been a tragic accident. Um, They were hit by a semi truck and my brother's neck was broke. That's what he told me. Um, I was in the midst of, I was a trainer at the bank at the time, and I was in the middle of a training class. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I can't go to work and these people are going to be waiting on me. So I called my supervisor at home, told her what happened. And of course, you know, she said, go do what you got to do. And I called my sister and told her I would meet her at the hospital. And we got to the hospital and they were both in um, intensive care in two separate rooms. And I first went in 
to check on my mom and she was she was out of it like she had um hit her head pretty bad in an accident and she didn't remember much and I go in the other room to check on my brother and he was what I recall is he was laying on his stomach and um I'm sorry um he was laying on his stomach and he said, when I walked in, I mean, he was talking. He said, can you move me? I'm so uncomfortable and ah. I can't, I can't move my legs. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, well, no, we can't, I can't move you because they said your neck is broke and, you know, we don't want to do anything to make it worse. So everything else like in the next hours and the days is a little bit, I, I still get a little emotional. Of course. Um, when I talk about it, but um, yeah. So everything shortly thereafter is somewhat of a blur because it was moving fast. There was a lot of questions. There was a lot of things going on and we pretty much were at the hospital every day for months. Uh, so um, first, I just want to commend you for telling your story, Shalise. I want to thank you for sharing it with us here at Purifying Truths. And um, of course, I am extremely Sorry for what happened to your loved ones, your mother and your brother. Um, you. I can't even imagine, you know, waking up to the news. What a way to be notified. And then you were able to pull it together and go. I, I, I don't think I could have drove or. Oof. So hats yeah, off to you for your strength. Thank you. I, the Thankfully, the hospital was not too far from my house, but I did get there. And yeah, that 545 bothered me for a long time. Like I woke up at that time of the morning for probably a year or so mm. after the accident. So you even are healing from that because it sounds like you may have some PTSD behind it. And rightfully so yeah it was it, it was definitely not the kind of news you want to wake up to that's for sure indeed so they eventually were released from the hospital now you said school just to be clear were you in high school were you in college what age range are we talking oh i'm sorry yeah i was in college i was um mm -hmm. i was in the final stretch of uh, my bachelor's degree Wow. So you're just starting out and then you get hit with this news. Yeah. What happened when they were released? I know now that you are a caregiver, but was that something that was immediate or how did that come about? Um, it was, it, it, well, it was immediate. It was immediate because, you know, if you, you know, even when you're, loved ones are in the hospital. So what, what would be referred to as post-acute. So, you know, when they're in the hospital right after the accident, um, 
you still you still become a caregiver because they're in the hospital and you need to check on them. So my mom was released from the hospital first. Um, and when she was released, she she had all kinds of balance issues and um, so she couldn't walk stable. Um, I, my oldest brother was helping. So he was kind of at my house every day. He carried her into the house from the hospital. And oh. um, it was, she definitely needed monitoring for that purpose. She was unstable. Um, she couldn't remember things. So it was a safety issue because if she went in the kitchen and started cooking or trying to cook anyways, you know, she may forget or so essentially at that time she needed someone um, with her as well because she needed help bathing and all of that stuff. And uh, my brother was still in the hospital. Um, he was at Hurley hospital until the end of April of 2008. And then he had to go to rehabilitation because he had to learn how to talk, um, swallow, uh-huh. eat. He had to learn how to do all of those things. And so he went to um, rehabilitation at um, a, a place called Craig Hospital in Colorado. And they are well-renowned for spinal cord and brain-injured patients. Uh And so he was there until October. And uh, we also went back and forth to Colorado um, for training because we needed to know what his needs, his new needs were (laughs) and Uh how to take care of him, how to transfer him how to bathe him, how to, um, he's on, he's partially on a ventilator. So we needed to know how to work the ventilator. So all of those things that come along with this new way of life. Um, so I wasn't able to work of course, because I was in Colorado for two months and I, I took online classes. So in the daytime we would be at the hospital with him learning, And in the evening time, I would go back over to our hotel and do my homework. Wow. One can only imagine. Uh, Again, my heart just goes out to you. We all think that we have, you know, a struggle until we hear the next struggle. And then it makes ours seem so small. Ultimately, your life was changed literally overnight. So even in the hospital, you were advocating for your brother and for your um, mother. But once they were out, why did you continue to take on the responsibility of caretaking? You know, you're, you're just starting your life. You know, you have your own hopes and dreams. And of course, this was part of nobody's plan. You know, why didn't you leave it to the healthcare professionals? Um. Well, the one thing, or I would say that this is one of the things that is uh, unique to Michigan is we had what they called um, auto no-fault and the, some of the provisions in our insurance policy allowed 
you, if you were involved in a catastrophic accident, to stay home. So that was part of the reason that we received all of this training. Now, I get it. Um, ultimately, what you're asking is, why didn't I just walk away? And first and foremost, I mean, I, it's my mom. Uh-huh. So, you know, I would, she would do it for me. Uh-huh. If, if she were on the other foot, um, she would do it for me. And then when I really think about the big picture of it all uh, is even if I didn't, even if it wasn't them, if I were to find myself in their position, I would hope and pray that somebody would do it for me. Right. And right. my brother is paralyzed from neck down so he can't do anything and at the time as I stated he was in a very vulnerable um he still is in a very vulnerable situation but even more so then because it was in the first there's different things that can happen at different time frames so you know his opportunity to possibly walk again well, that generally happens within the first couple of years. And I wanted him to have um, access and the opportunity to to do that. It didn't happen. Um, but uh-huh. my gosh, I mean, we worked towards it, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's um, And then not to talk bad about nursing homes or places like that, but we do know what happens in those places as well. You have the healthcare workers in general are overworked and underpaid and it's a stressful environment. So when you throw Mm -hmm. someone with his caliber of needs into the mix, he's not going to get what he needs and he's going to suffer as a result of that. He needs, you know, dedicated one-on-one care. Agreed. And again, the more that you unfold your story, the more that I am at awe. Your strength. You know, I applaud you for that. And certainly, if I were in your shoes, I believe, I want to believe at least, that I would do the same thing. But I don't know if I could. I do understand the way that you, you know, portrayed the nursing homes and being in the medical profession. Yes, we are. I mean, for years, for as long as I have been working as a nurse, we've always been understaffed. So, you know, it it, it is. It is what it is. It is true. Um, some places are better than others as far as staffing is concerned. But certainly for you to put your life on hold and sacrifice in order to care for not one, but two others is just amazing. I, I tell you, I can't imagine. I just can't wrap my mind around it. So... I know that over time, being the primary caregiver of just one person can become overwhelming and and it it puts a strain on you. How do you deal with that? Or do you even experience caregiver fatigue? Absolutely. Um, You do get tired, um, frustrated, angry sometimes. Um, 
And again, I, 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 I put, I guess I have, I'm empathetic to the situation and I just continue to um, put myself into, into their shoes. I mean, essentially um, my brother, he requires, so my mom, she still, you know, she needs some help and, and things that you would do at this point, you know, what things you would do for your mom anyway, you know, you would help Uh her go grocery shopping or if you, you know, if you could, and she's pretty sufficient um, in Clarence's case where he would need care for the rest of his life or however long he is here. um, It's a matter of life and death. So uh, it's, it was easier for me. He didn't have anyone else to do it. And it was easier for me um, because I didn't have any children at the time. It was, it was hard, but I, I just continued to do it. When I got frustrated and tired, um, I prayed about it. And, um, you know, I asked the Lord, whatever. Uh, I know he never gives you more than you can handle. And whatever the reason it is, I, I you know, I'm hoping I'm passing the test. And I move forward. That's that's like my 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 word. I just I, I need to move forward. But I did find myself in kind of a rut. Like I felt a little empty. There was just something missing. I was, everything was evolving around them. Everything, the court, mm-hmm. the this, it, everything I did. Um, and so in the midst of that, I did, you know, I met someone uh, that I'm still with and um, we have a son now and that added uh, such joy to my life, I can't even put it into words. Um, that's just one part of it. And uh-huh. then I decided I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And I, like I said, I miss talking to people. That was part of the thing. Part of my job at the bank is helping people. I help solve problems, looking into things. And so a friend of mine suggested, you know, direct sales. And I said, no, I don't think that's for me. And, um, I prayed about it. <laughs> I go to the go to the Lord a lot. I prayed about it and I said, you know, Lord, if this is something I should do, give me a sign. And he gave me a sign and I went for it. And that's where I started my business, the Pamper House. And um it the products, everything, you know, is it's purposeful, but it's indulgent and it allows me to have a moment to myself, uh-huh. to just think about me, to, you know, <laughs> at the end of the night, me getting into a nice warm bath with bath salts and things, you know what I mean? That uh-huh. really helps keep me going. Amazing. So even in the midst of this tragedy, you are able to see an opportunity where instead of being resentful, um, depressed, you were able to see an opportunity of how you could set aside a time where you could pamper yourself. You know, I love the fact that not only did you do that, but you started by saying, I prayed about it. Showing that prayer is certainly the key ingredient in all things that we do. And so just practicing your own self-care, you begin to launch a, a business? 
Yes, because a lot of times in in I mean, we see this all the time in media on commercials and so forth. And um, people look at self-care one as a one sided thing. You know, oh, I went to get my nails done or I went to get uh-huh. uh, my hair done or, or whatnot. And that is a part of it, because. You know, if you don't take care of yourself, then you absolutely can't do anything for anybody else. That's uh-huh. first and foremost. But it, it does involve different areas. It's, you know, it's your physical side, your your physical activity, moving your body, it's your mental, keeping your mind sharp, you know, it's social. You, you want to be with your friends or, you know what I mean? Go out, uh-huh. ladies night, whatnot. <laughs> and then it's, it's, it's the emotional side as well. So it's all of those things. I always say self-care is Anything that brings you joy, it doesn't matter what the other person is doing. If reading a book, drinking a cup of tea, whatever it is that makes you happy, maybe it's running, (laughs) running track. That's not what I'm going to (laughs) do. But you know what I mean? It's it's all of those things. It's whatever fills your cup. Uh Certainly, it's important that we take time. Even if we haven't been through, you know, a trauma to care for ourselves, please yep. tell us, um, Shalise, why is it important to care for yourself first? It's important for you to care for yourself first because, I mean, you are the most important person. You know what I mean? Like if you if you don't take the time to take care of yourself, you know, I used to say, you know, or you hear that all the time, um, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. But mm-hmm. I'm really, it, it, it's beyond that. It's, it's you taking time to relax and look look after you. And that that ultimately it, it has a positive impact on the way you see yourself, the way you feel about yourself, and how you treat other people. Definitely. When you take time to indulge in self-care first, it changes your perspective on yes. how you see life. And you look at people that um, you know, may say, you know, self-love, self-care, it seems to be um almost a slogan or anthem that we've kind of got used to saying. And truly, it's more than just cliche. It matters. It definitely matters. And like you said, whether it's, you know, getting that hot bubble bath or, you know, I don't know, jogging five miles or cozying up with a, a book and some tea, you know, you need that time. And many times life makes us in such a whirlwind that we forget that and we're tired and we just omit that and go on to the next day until we're depleted. I believe that's where anxiety and stress and all of that chaos of life comes from. So certainly, you know, again, applauding you that even in the midst of all of this, you take time to care for yourself. 
Now, I know you launched a business. We talked a little bit about it, but let's tie it all together for the audience. How do you practice self-care and how did that in turn help you with your entrepreneurial gift as well? I, I practice all of the things that I mentioned. I mean, it, it could be, sometimes it's just sitting on the front porch, looking at the sky, uh-huh. you know, um, sometimes it's, a lot of the times it involves even other people. Like I said, uh, my other half, it could be, you know, we might go out and catch a movie or maybe even just sit at home and watch a movie. It's it's all of those things combined. I journal, I enjoy cooking, and, and that's self-care, especially when I can get in there and make something um, just for me, not, not catered around everyone else's. <laughs> and you know how it is when you have kids, they don't eat that. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, it, you know, when I can go in and, um, cook something just for me, or like I said, bubble baths or exercising. I try to do all of those things. Now it's not on some perfect schedule, but I I make I make it a point to do it uh-huh. because it. I mean it 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 self care is it's selfish, right? <laughs> it, and that's and then there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's selfish. It because it's meant. For you, it is to uh-huh. fulfill your needs, and you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to take care of yourself for no other reason but for you, for your happiness and your own personal well being. Absolutely agree. You know, many times we're so busy doing one thing, but thinking about or preparing for another. And I love the way that you kind of subtly put it that. You know, be in the present. Do something for you. Take that pause, even if it's just sitting on the front porch. Certainly, I can daydream looking at those clouds, I can tell you. Um, And so you launched your business, which is about self-care. Tell us, please, a little bit about that. So um, beyond the product, so I do, um, the Pamper House offers a full line of um, handcrafted, body care and I mean from from hair products down to you know foot soaks for your tired feet I know (laughs) I work 12 hour shifts so at the end of the day I get my feet enjoy sitting in that nice warm bath (laughs) Uh um, but beyond the products um, I do have a Facebook community the Pamper House Retreat and um, what we do in there is pretty much um, fill each other's cups. I, you know, from affirmations to different activities, um, challenges, just and, and humor. I mean, on Fridays we share <laughs> Friday funnies, and that's a, a big thing. But you know, just a way to digress. Um, we're we're online a lot. Uh, most of us are, and. It just gives you an opportunity to step away from all the noise. Wow. You know, that is phenomenal, Shalice, that you find time not only to pamper yourself, but to inspire others and engage with others to do the same. Certainly, you have a gift. 
you have a gift. And I love that you call it the Pamper House Retreat. I tell you, I want to know more about the Pamper House Retreat because we all can use some of that self-care. Now, for those that may be listening that um, feel overwhelmed, regardless of what the situation is that's causing them the additional um, feeling of defeat, please give some tips um, because many times when you feel like that, self-care is not on the agenda. You want to sleep, eat, do whatever it is. Sleep, eat, do whatever it is. And it becomes a vicious cycle. How can they break the cycle? And what tips do you have? First, I would say to, if you just, it doesn't take a lot of time. Um, I think that's a misconception. Um, you can take five minutes. You can start with just taking five minutes to just breathe, you know, go, go in the bathroom, lock the door, <laughs> you know, just uh-huh. breathe, clear your thoughts, brain them, get it all out and let it go because that stress and anxiety, it just weighs on you and self-care can help reduce that. I mean, something as simple as a smile. You know, when you smile, your brain releases these tiny molecules that help fight off stress. It lowers Uh your heart rate. It calms you down. And I mean, you know, it even makes other people feel good when you smile at them. So just try the simple things first. If it could be journaling, get a journal, jot a couple of your thoughts down just to get it off your chest. And I hope that helps. And if that is not enough, then of course I invite you to the Pamper House and um, maybe I can share some additional tips to help. Absolutely. Um, I think that is mind blowing because certainly we tend to value our time. And at the same time, we don't tend to value our self care. So the fact that you said that It doesn't have to be, you know, 30 minutes or 15 minutes, but it can be as little as five minutes to start out. You know, can you imagine if those that are tightly wound (laughs) would just take five minutes to breathe, to be in the present, to brain dump, as you say, the world would definitely be a better place. Yes. Get get some of that stress off of you. (laughs) Yes. And it kills you, you know, eat whatever you're anxious about and you're, you know, you just have to do. I promise if you don't do it and you drop dead today, I guarantee you it'll be get done. You know, we tend to think that it's just us and we got to do it and it has to be done now, you know, but we have to slow down and smell the roses as our elders would say, because life is really short and tying back into your story. You know, and it can change at any moment. So we have to take the time to just breathe and enjoy what we have. Yes. I truly um, thank you for just, like I said, opening up and sharing with us on Purifying Truths. Tell us, please, how can the audience connect with you? Um, I am on all social media. So I'm on Facebook, as I mentioned. Um, My business page is The Pamper House. Um, There is a link there to uh, get to the retreat. One moment. 
if I may interject, because the audience might be like me. <laughs> Lord help us. Please spell Pampered House because I will put H-O-U-S-E, but it's spelled different. Please share. It is. It's Pamper, P-A-M-P-E-R, Haas, H-A-U-S. Yes. Okay. And then we can connect with you how? On Facebook, Instagram. Look, just go to Pamper Haas, as I spelled it, P-A-M-P-E-R, H-A-U-S. Yes, yes, yes. Certainly check out Shalice. It will be worth your time. We all deserve self-care. Shalice, is there anyone that you would like to um, say something to or anybody that you'd like to give a quote-unquote shout-out to um, while you're on Purifying Truths? Um. Well, I thank you for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you today. And um, most, no, I just thank my maker above for another day and another opportunity. Yes, yes. Well, the pleasure was certainly all mine. I have great admiration for you, for the process that you've went through, the strength that you have, and the road ahead. It seems as though even even though you're going through what many of us couldn't imagine, that you're handling it extremely well and that you're helping others also. Certainly, you're illuminating the world, Shalice. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you so much once again for being on Purifying Truths. And thank you for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A Star. Tune in every Saturday at 9 and noon for exciting new guests who illuminate the world from the various facets of life. You too can connect with A Star, Facets of a Star, on Facebook and Instagram. Visit the website www.facetsofastar.com. Shine bright.